Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director, here with my partner in crime, as always, Mr. Tate Matthews. Tate, this is an exciting show today. We're talking about Wilco Award finalists, but I'm going to be honest, a little bittersweet, too, that the uh, that the season has ended, or the school oh, year has ended. Always bittersweet that the athletic season has ended, but the good thing is we got the Wilcos, which is the crown jewel of the athletic season here in WCS Sports Conference, and it also means football's, what, probably 62 days, 60 days away. Think about it like that. It's close. It's close. It's close. Well, you know, as I look through here, I love the opportunity to celebrate our athletes, but I guess really the most bittersweet part for me is some of these great athletes that we've enjoyed watching. Right. They're moving on to the next level, which is great for them, either uh, – continuing to play or just going to college or entering the workforce, whatever it is that they're doing, uh, we won't get to see them perform anymore, at That's least right. not locally. That's right. We'll be following those that, that continue into college. And, you know, this is the ninth one. So the neat thing about it, it's been that way a while now. But, you know, some of these young people have been on here four years, uh, you know, and um, we've, got to, we've got to see them grow up. And you've got some that are – you know, sophomores, this is their second year. But it, I always like seeing that as well, watching them go from their freshman year up to their senior year and to be nominated for this thing once is a heck of an accomplishment. You know, four, I'd say you had a pretty good career. Tate, do want to mention, uh, for those out there watching, the Wilco Awards June 20th at the factory. We appreciate DP and his crew down there at the factory for getting us taken care of. Uh, we'll have the crew at MTSU and the truck taken care of us. We'll have Brady made events. We'll have folks from WCTV. Uh, obviously, without Walker Chevrolet, our title sponsor for the WCS Sports Conference, none of this happens. Uh, Copy Solutions does a great job with our awards. And we can't forget Street Tuxedo doing a great job outfitting the young men as they come across the red carpet. No doubt about it. All of them I've been there since the beginning as well. So what does that tell you? But yeah, I uh, had, a, had a parent tell me the other day, hey, now wait a second, how long has Street Tuxedo been doing this? Uh, he, he, he's got a young man that's up for, uh, he's a finalist, he'll be there. And he, so he said, he, he texted his son, said, hey, how much is that tuxedo going to be? And he said, uh, I, I don't think anything. So anyways. Because I'm the media <laughs> student finalist. That's exactly right. That's right. Pretty Fine. cool. And... Uh, also with Walker, the cars, the SUVs, uh, it's all a big time event, man. So it's going to be fun. Uh, if you can get over there and check it out. And and again, we talked about it this weekend. Uh, A lot of changes have taken place at the factory. So if you're thinking about attending, if you're, if you're someone who can be there, but you're on the fence, you need to be there. Uh, They've got a few more dining, um, options than they used to have. Uh, the factories, is, they're nowhere close to being done, but it's got a nice facelift. Five o'clock, red carpet show starts. Uh, anyone can come attend that and watch the athletes <clears> and teams <throat> walk down the red carpet. Uh, it's seven o'clock. That's when the awards show starts. Have to have a have a ticket to get in. If you're a finalist or your son or daughter is a, is a finalist as an individual or on a team, you have an invite. You'll have a place to sit at seven o'clock. If there's some seats left or standing room only, then others can enter. We do want to remind people, this is, you wear your best 
clothes. Right. You can't roll in in your in your car hearts. Sit in the duck. This sit in the Duck River. Uh, the duckies. This isn't the duckies. Because uh, uh, Wild knows what we're talking about. Don't show up in your chacos and your cut offs. It's a little different. We won't have any tennis balls on the bottom of tables and chairs. No, there will not be. There's a place for that. Hey, there's a place for there that. There is, just not this. <laughs> All right, Tate, let's jump in. we got a lot to talk about. We're going to start off uh, girls and boys basketball. Finalists, <clears throat> girls' side, Braley Bushman, Paige, Quinn Johnston, Summit, Ella Ryan, Brentwood, Leilani Washington, Nolensville. On the boys' side, you got Daniel Cochran, Jet Montgomery, both nominated last year. Jet ends up winning last year. Nathan Dillingham of Fairview, I was excited to see him get in there. Yes. And Tylen Lewis. And by the way, good time to mention this. Nominated by coaches and athletic directors. That's first step. Second step, we have a panel of voters, uh, lots of people from the media, that vote on that, no, we're not going to share who. We don't want you to fill up their inbox. But it's it's a legit process. It really is. So I was I was happy to see some of these names. And keep in mind, these aren't career awards. No. But they are entire season awards. So you see folks like a Tylen Lewis and Nathan Dillingham. If we don't count the postseason, maybe they don't get in. But they were such stars in the postseason, they both end up finalists, which I think is great. I think 100%. And, and you know what? We've been doing this now for nine years, and this is another case. I look at that. Yeah, there were some other really good players out there, really good players. But I think they got it right. I mean, it's, it, those are the four. If, like you said, if you can, if you talk about the entire season. So uh, that one's going to be a tough one, man. Jet won last year. That's the problem when you win one that early uh, in your career. He wins it as a sophomore. I, I think he's got a really good chance of winning it again this year, but but those those other three now, um, they had a heck of a seasons. I mean, you have a case for all of them, and a little controversial here, maybe not, maybe like uh, undisputed. We can be like Skip and Sam. I am willing to say that by the at the end of the year, nobody was playing better than Tylen Lewis. I one hundred percent agree with that. Now, not that this means anything, but maybe it does. Jets also up for male athlete oh. of the year. So you think maybe he got some votes over here and not some votes there? Or I, I don't know. Never know. I just wanted to mention. Only one way to find out. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, and girls' side, look at that. Okay, Ella Ryan, we all know about that, right? But Quinn Johnson, hundred what? She made 118, 118, I think, threes on the season. Braley Bushman, I mean, look at – 19.1, 5.7 rebounds, 3.1 steals. I, I mean, she just keeps on going and going. But then uh, uh, Leilani Washington in Nolensville to her team, uh, she was the district MVP, all-tournament team. She was maybe more important to her team than anybody. So be fun to watch. Tough category. Hey, I did want to mention this, and I appreciate the guys at WCTV for hooking this up. Uh, if you're not able to attend – It'll be live streamed. Yes. The red carpet and the the, the show, uh, the awards part of the show. If you go to at WCSCO Athletics, you'll see that live stream link uh, there. So we're excited about about that being possible as well. Let's keep moving, <clears throat> Tate. Girls and boys bowling. Yep. Uh, we have some some names that were familiar from last year. 
On the girls' side, Samantha Daly, Brentwood, Ashley Johnson, Independence, Annika Midgley, Franklin, Sydney Osborne, Nowensville, and I like this. Also, an, the, the brother of Sydney. Yes. Noah Osborne, Nowensville, nominated for boys along with last year's winner, Braden Didier, Franklin, Houston Fawkes, Franklin, Drew Whalen, Franklin. They've got four of the eight from Franklin High School. I know some folks could be a little jealous of that, but what I'd tell you is get better. Get better. When this is not, you get one per team. If a couple of people deserve it, put them in there. Braden Didier won that thing last year, by the way, for Franklin. That's right. We got the defending champ coming back. And then you were talking about the Osborne. Let's just look at that right there for a second. Uh, uh, Sydney with a with a season average of 158. She had a high score of 195. And then he had a season average of 210. It's pretty strong. Say that again. 210. 210. Could you do that with bumpers? No. <laughs> bumpers? No. <laughs> no, because you'd have it. Ricocheting off there. Hey, and I love the deal with Waylon. We talked about Drew a lot. He was a baseball finalist last year, too. Going to Western Kentucky to play baseball. He helped make that sport legit. I think so, too. At Franklin. Because here's like a dude, like a – and I'm not downplaying Bowen. I'm a huge fan of Bowen. And Ted Logan, the coach at Franklin, will tell you this. I want some athletes and competitors – playing this sport. I don't want it to just be sitting around eating cheese fries and drinking Cokes off on the side. I want people who are into it that know how to compete. That's that's why they've got four of the eight <laughs> finalists. And the boys made it all the way to the state tournament, yeah. lose to eventual runner-up. We're going to get them. Oh, we're going to get them. It's going to happen. We're going to get them. Uh, let's talk uh, boys and girls cross-country tape. We've got on the girls' side for the second year in a row, Sophia Boutros from Page. Rachel Hawes, Brentwood, Larkin Johnson, Centennial, Claire Stegall from Nolansville on the boys' side. Parker Harris, also nominated last year. Asher Oates, the freshman from Independence. Robert Patinas from Brentwood. Don't call me Rob, who's his dad, dad. who coaches the girls and boys cross-country teams. And then Keller Vaughn of Brentwood. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool with Keller and Asher they also participated at the middle school level when we joined yeah. TMSAA. So that was kind of cool. Uh, lots of talent on that cross-country side. Yeah, lots of talent. I, I think there's a pretty big hurdle to climb on the girls' side, uh, if we're being honest, right? Um, she owns every record there is in, in whatever she runs. You're Don't talk, know. You're not talking about Stegall. I'm, I'm talking about Miss Stegall. <laughs> uh, but, hey, I mean, th those other three had great years, so I'll be interested to see where that comes out. That's a pretty big mountain to climb. Uh, the boys' side, I think this thing's pretty wide open. It is. It is. Uh, lots of competition there with Harris, Oates, Patinas, and Vaughn. Parker, now, Parker was a member of the flag football dynasty. Listen, so you know. this has been well documented. Lots of great athletes <laughs> in WCS got their competitive start. His dad, Tiger, probably gave him some of that. Actually, his, his mom, but but uh, yeah, he was part of it. He, you know, wasn't distance running back then, but... No, he got his competitive juices going. Yeah, that's right. I'm just saying. He was... Competition. Yeah. Uh, you talk about uh, Stegall nominated for track. Girls cross country and female athlete of the year. 
And she's a sophomore. <laughs> no pun intended, but she's running it. She's running <laughs> things. I, well, I, I, I still stand, but well, now it doesn't seem like that big of a take. But she's going to leave here the most decorated track and field, well, maybe the, the most decorated female athlete we've ever had here. So even from afar, when I wasn't in this district, you know, I didn't really pay attention to anything beyond basketball. But I can tell you a name I was familiar with, Kogan. Yeah, yeah right. Because I kept saying, it's like, who is this? Well, she won everything. I, Steve Giles better. Think about that. Not to upset our end. By the way, Koger was a Gatorade winner, Gatorade National uh, Runner of the Year. She pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> Let's talk football. And by the way, Tate, I, I had to do a little research, but I thought <laughs> this was this would be a great gem for this they, week. They rarely disappoint. Colin Hurd. Yep. Who, by the way, this year is nominated for Offensive Player of the Year, also Player of the Year. Last year, he was nominated for Defensive Player of the Year. He's the first that we've had nominated at some point for all three football awards. Listen, he may not be, uh, you know, the, the 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 best prospect next level because of his size for his position. But if you want to talk about a high school football player, I'll take Colin Hurd over most. Without a doubt. Well said. Uh, and, and, you know, came over and, and did what was best for the team, played quarterback. Uh, you know, and, and, and we used to talk about it on here all the time. Coach Rathbone used to always say the only reason he's not our quarterback is because we've got a quarterback and he can help us somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. When, when you said that before the show, the only name that comes to mind that, that could have been was uh, Tyrell Dotson, but I don't think he was. So that's a heck of an honor. Um, and, I mean, <laughs> then you start looking at it, at his stats. Uh, he 2,911 yards, 28 touchdowns, only eight interceptions, uh, three rushing touchdowns, 270 yards. He missed time in a couple of games, and that wasn't even his best position. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, these are tough too. I mean, uh, they're, they're, I think they're pretty wide open. They're pretty wide open. Uh, you look at defense Adam Fontesha, Brent Wood, Eric Hazard, who I personally think may be the best prospect in WCS right now, uh, only a rising junior. Dominic Reed from Centennial, Taylor Wine going to Oklahoma uh, yep. from Nolensville, Offensive Player of the Year. We mentioned Colin Hurd, Tanner Lee, Chris Parson of Ravenwood. Mississippi State commit, Kobe Walton, Nolensville, and then Player of the Year, Chance Fitzgerald, Nolensville, heard again for Page. Ronan O'Connell, I know you've got a soft spot for this one. You love the big uglies up front. Ronan uh, getting in there as a lineman for Player of the Year. I say kudos to the voters because that's no right. That's right. And then you've got uh, uh, Dominic Reed, who I mentioned. What a great group of football players. Heck yeah. You can win a game with all of those guys. Yeah. And hey, it's not called skill football player of the year. That's right. It's football player of the year. And he ought to be in there. Heck, he might win the thing. Um, he dominates it on both sides of the ball. And um, so, yeah, I'm glad he got in there too. Uh, and and he, might, he might win the thing. Also nominated for athlete of the year. It should be. Because of football. A lot of great offers, 
uh, in football already, rising senior, runner-up state wrestling. And oh, by the way, when he had time, he jumped in there and participated in track for that state championship track team. Yeah. That, it's, it's the way it ought to be. It's the way be. it ought to be. And, it, and it's really hurt him with his offers. Yeah, Clemson, Tennessee. <laughs> Ronan, you're doing too much. I mean, focus on one yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, get a sports-specific 80-plus pancake blocks. That means – Means he flattened somebody. <laughs> that means somebody ended up on the ground. That's not fun. <laughs> that also means he likes doing that. It's awesome. Jarrett Matthews probably a fan of Ronan. Jarrett likes Ronan. <laughs> they played a lot alike. <laughs> hey, let's take a look at golf. There's nothing. Maybe getting your tail kicked in wrestling, but <laughs> when you have a lineman who's just pancaking you over, I mean, there's nothing flattening more, you by flattening. The way. There's nothing more demoralizing than that. <laughs> like, well, this guy just let up, man. You know, it's it's awful. So. Depending on your perspective. Yeah, yeah. if you're the on the receiving end. Uh, let's talk uh, golf. Again, some familiar names. Girls' side, Brooke Bennett, Paige, Brooke Brummett, Brentwood, the two-year starting QB for the flag football yep. team and also been a finalist uh, multiple years in golf. Sophia DiPaolo, she won it last year. Franklin High School, Hannah Ruth Walton, she was also a finalist last year for Ravenwood. Then on the boys' side, you've got Grant Clark. He was a finalist last year. Yep. Michael Hake, Ravenwood, Will Penson, Franklin, Jacob Purifoy, also a starter on the basketball team for Brentwood. Uh, you know, the thing that stands out to me here, and I've talked about this a lot with, with Page High School, what Page is doing athletically is pretty impressive. Yep. And I even I asked Dr. Qualls this. I said, hey, would you have pictured a time when the boys team at Page finishes runner-up on the team side at the state tournament, largest classification, and they sort of blew it on day two. I mean, they kind of did. They had a big lead. Yeah. So they left disappointed that they finished runner-up. Who would have thought that? What they're doing? The Grove. Well, I was about the to say. The Grove. Well, and then there's a bunch of golf courses out there. So, uh, yeah, man. Well, you said, what, what, what we talked about, it. you know, they like to they like to play the we're just the school out in the country. Uh, Bit no, come on. I told you they're driving international harvesters to school. <laughs> they're not having to hit the choke seventeen times just to get it cranked, like I'm used to back in Central City, Kentucky, the way we had to do. It. That's right. And we might have driven it to school because it was having a sense. That's right. We, we needed transportation. Correct. It's not a funzy. We're going to drive it to school just to be just have a good time. This is because I need to get there. <laughs> That's right. It started. <laughs> it started and had gas in it. Uh yeah, man. Well, think about that. Uh, think about like on the girl side with with um, with DePaulo. I mean, she won the thing the, the year before. Uh, still had a great year this year, fourth at state. So, but this one, this one. I, okay, I guess what I'm saying is, I think this thing was closed, but now it's kind of open. It's open up a little. Yeah, a little. There's a there's a crack. And by the way, our our man, uh, Mr. September. Teddy Craig, who won't be able to be at the event, he does this great deal where he goes to New York each yeah. summer and works some camps for for baseball. Uh, he and I talked uh, last week. He was trying to get a little bit of information about who might be winning. No, no, no. no. You get no information. It's not, this is not my first rodeo, <laughs> Mr. September. He's the best, man. I love, love Coach Craig. Done a great job as the coach there. 
He's made it more. Now, listen, here's what I like about him. These folks know how to play golf. Right. He's made it a real team. We're going to practice together. We're going to root for one another. And you can tell that when you go watch matches, the Ravenwood team is connected. A team. He's a coach, man. He's a coach. Coach Whipple, Franklin, yep. same kind of thing. Uh, anyway. And then our man, Jacob Purifoy. This is how good – the because I can see it now. Uh, the Brentwood boys – and I'm very proud of him. Multi-sport guy, playing point guard on the basketball team, great motor. But I can remember the year before when Brentwood boys basketball, I mean Brentwood boys golf won the state, right? We were there. He was there cheering his team on. And he wasn't even – is it five that participate? Oh. In, uh, in the state tournament, the team tournament. How yeah, I think that's right. I think it's five. Yeah, yeah, it's five. He wasn't even in the top five that year. Right. And here he is. A, got a chance to win a Wilco. So that's right. That's how strong. That's if the was. team makes it. Right. Individuals right. can make it. Right. But then the team makes it. Yeah. Uh, girls soccer. Man, what a category. Oof. Some of the names that were nominated didn't make it. Goodness. Avery Brown, Franklin. Bella Macasso, Ravenwood. Also a finalist in the flag football category. It should be. Maddie Podelsky, Nowensville, who won it last year. Abby Thornton-Page, nominated last year. Her team was back-to-back state champions. Here's what I'm going to say about Podelsky, too. Of all these stats, and a lot of things stand out, U.S. national team, team member. And this isn't some kind of fakey little... No. The U.S. national team member for her age. Golly. Yeah. That one's... That one, um, when you hear that, that 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 opens some eyes, right? But there was a deal. So does the, that go into this? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it probably does, but shouldn't. shouldn't but yeah. it does. But it's hard not to. But but then you look at those other. I mean, that's a tough category right there. It's really tough. I think you can make a case for any of them. All of them. Volleyball, another tough category. Uh, Kara Knox, Nowensville, they dominated all year. People forget that. And then they get upset in the district by Ravenwood. So they get two, Reagan Larkin, Bella Lapore, And then a young lady who was player of the year in the district, uh, her team did the best in the postseason. They finished third yep. at the state tournament. Dylan Saucer out of Brentwood, always a tough category. Yep. Volleyball. Really tough one. Uh, you can make a case for all of them. And then it's not supposed to be a career award, but you mentioned Dylan. She finished in the top 10 in assist all time. I know this is a one season award, but that's, that is all time, which probably means that she was ninth in assist in Brentwood High. But I mean, well, I think what, what <laughs> does happen if you and I, according to the voters, are equal, but you've had a better career. Yeah. Or you're on the U.S. national soccer team. Right. <clears throat> Maybe it matters. Yeah. All right, let's look at wrestling. Uh, on the girls' side, Riley Bennett from, Sum, uh, from Summit, Sydney Huser, Franklin, Riley Lent, Independence, Brooklyn Long, Independence. On the boys' side, man, what a squad there. You could win some duels, matches, and some individual titles with these guys. Uh, Kendrick Curtis, also – up for Athlete of the Year, which I love, plays football. Landed DeSalle from Summit, state champion. Jarvis Little, Summit, state champion. Trey McTory, Nowensville, state runner-up. That one um, is tough. 
some really, really good people. Stuff. Well, Stuff. a state champion's not going to win it. I don't know which one. Maybe both, but I don't think so. I think this is really a summit race this year. But somebody's going to lose, and they were the best in their division that year. Incredible. This year, I mean. Incredible. Hey, a couple of other categories I want to mention here. Uh, very important categories are cheer and dance teams. No doubt. Uh, Emma Harvey, Franklin, Addison Meekin, Brentwood, Luca Ornelas from Summit, Anna Palmieri from Ravenwood. That's the cheer side on the dance team. Isabella Allen, Independence, Hannah Davis, Summit, Hayden Sloan, Centennial, Lacey Whitley, Brentwood. And, I, and I'll tell you what these young ladies do uh, for school spirit. And, and if you took a look, because part of the nomination process for this group was the difference they've made in the school and in the community, it's impressive. Kind of makes me feel less than when I read. Man, I really like, didn't do much. Man, I need to do more. <laughs> I need to step my game up. Uh, but they're very much appreciated. And believe me, athletes. But Oh, it's yeah. not. Oh, they're not. Right. You go do it. Uh, well, and I know you remember this by far. I know not by far. Uh, they were two of my favorite categories when they came up through the red carpet last year. They were, they brought it with no surprise, right? But they were, they were fun. They had great enthusiasm. They were glad to be there together. Uh, looking forward to having them come through the red carpet. The interview skills were, were on point. They were better than, than most. Uh, another good time to mention of some other awards that we're going to give out that night. We're going to recognize the student athlete of the year, uh, mayor builders sportsmanship award, another sponsor that's been there the whole time. Whole time. Uh, done a great job. $5,000 goes with that one, by the way. Big time. Which is big time. Media Student of the Year. You mentioned Lincoln Campbell earlier from Page High School. He's nominated. John Galius from Summit. Mickey Stoll from Summit. Anna Ray Jones, last year's winner. Media Student of the Year. Uh, we'll get Dr. Qualls up on stage. He'll do his thing. We'll have to go <laughs> wrap it up. Uh <laughs> we'll also recognize... Do you, hey, do we have somebody in place to start playing music, kind of like at the Oscars? <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's fantastic. We need that. We do. Uh, we'll also recognize a sponsor of the year, the Courage Award, uh, this year sponsored by Compass Mortgage. We appreciate them being part of it. A female and male uh, multi-sport athlete of the year. I, that, that's one of my favorites. Uh, might be my favorite. That's awesome. I believe in the multi-sport athlete. Well, it's part of why we're so successful here. Well, I've said this over and over. Brentwood, always one of the leaders in the state in terms of students who play more than one sport. And we can say what we want. The most dominant public school athletically in the state is Brentwood High. That's right. All my Franklin people are going to be on my case. I mean, it's just... Go count them. Go in the lobby and count those gold and silver balls. <laughs> Plaques. I mean, I it's, it just is what it is. They've won the last two years eight team state titles. Eight. Team. And if you were to ask them, they feel like they left a couple on the on the table this year. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody's thinking. No right. sympathy from the rest. Uh, let's jump into our spring sports. Baseball, another great category. Harrison Cowdery from Independence. Ethan McIlvain, Nolansville, Connor Paul, Ravenwood, Ryan Yates, Centennial. Now, here's the thing that, again, I like about this. So Ryan Sweeney, Centennial, 
very much could have been a finalist. Yes. He was a district player of the year, a co-player of the year. But his own teammate, Yates, what he did in the postseason sort of elevated him uh, to maybe the next level of being a finalist. Pitched a no-hitter in the sectional, which is uh, sort of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, was the winning pitcher in that game that they won at the state tournament. So, uh, obviously a pretty big deal there. Great group of young – I'll put it this way. When several of these baseball players play, there's somebody back there with you know, with the old, yes. the old gun from – to get the – From out of town. From the, the speed of the pitch. By That's the right. Well, this one's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I would think that the highest – Prospect status goes to our man McIlvain, right? Did the voters take into account what you just said? We're talking about season and in the postseason, Ryan Yates had the best. That's right. The thing I love about McIlvain and Yates and the others too, uh, they're not one-dimensional. No. They play offense, they play defense, they pitch, they hit, they they do the whole – they're players. Yeah. Most of the good high school ones are, aren't they? Yeah, I'm seeing some guys specialize, and I'm not saying that they, they shouldn't. Or, But I'll say this. I will say this. Here's something I've noticed. The guys who play both and they do other things don't have some of the same injuries as the specialized guys. I agree with that 100%. 100%. This next one's tough. Next one's tough. Boys soccer. Uh, you got a couple from Brentwood. We've talked about their dominance up for team of the year. Coach Purcell's up for coach of the year. Cooper Bailey, who was so dominant during the year, didn't play the last two. Maybe that's a factor. His teammate, Thomas Fields. Uh, Davis Long, another multi-sport guy. Really good basketball player, too, uh, from Franklin. And then Adrian Biasima. From No Onesville. All name team for sure. All name team for sure, playing for Coach Shelton. He was district player of the year. I gotta think it's leaning towards one of the Brentwood guys. And here's the problem Cooper Bailey is their best offensive player, and Thomas Fields is their best defensive player. So does that cancel each other out? I don't know. Uh, Offense sells tickets, defense wins championships, baby. I mean, seriously, it's tough. It's tough. But I know this. The last guy you mentioned, if you get on a basketball court, he's taking all of them to the rack. Davis. Yes. <laughs> Love Davis, man. Great young man. Great family. That's a tough category. V- very tough. Uh, here's another tough one. Softball. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, yes, I'm going to play for Texas Brown out of Independence. Oh, and by the way, nobody likes trying to pull her flag <laughs> on the flag football field. <laughs> no, they didn't. Uh, Lauren Johnson, Centennial, Alabama. Yep. Ella Polk, rising senior there for Page High School. And then Miss Strikeout herself, Ryland Smith. Uh, got to think Ryland's got a pretty good shot there. But I'm telling any of these four can win this. Ryland was quite possibly uh, responsible for the shortage of Wilson 9,011 <laughs> softballs the past couple of years. Because? Strikeouts. Right. She kept I mean, <laughs> She kept them all. Golly. <laughs> uh, hey, how come we don't have any softballs? <laughs> Something's going on in no one's room. Another tough category. Always a tough category in WCS. Let's look at girls and boys tennis. Uh, Franklin on the girls' side, Aubrey Carper, uh, Maddie Darude from Page, Emsley Meyer from Brentwood, Grace Stout 
also a finalist last year from yep. Ravenwood. <laughs> On the boys' side, you got Jake Dunn from Franklin, Sam Frank, Fairview, Evan Lee, Brentwood, Stephen Smith, Brentwood. On the girls' side, here's, here's the one I think that's tricky for the voters. So you've got Aubrey Carper, who goes undefeated in singles during the year, including a win over Stout, 8-4. She plays doubles in the tournament. She makes it to the semis with her doubles partner. Grace plays singles. She gets beat by the eventual state champion. And oh, by the way, her and her doubles partner go undefeated during the year, including a win over Carper. I don't want to be the one having to make that decision. I'm not saying the others can't win, but those are certainly the two favorites. That's Yeah, and you make a case for both of them. <laughs> depends, on who, depends on who's selling. That's right. It's... I'm telling you, that's that's a tough event. Tough event. All of them well-deserving, though. Uh, you know, and the thing I love about the tennis, I can remember when this first started, it'd be two Brentwood and two Ravenwood, and three Brentwood and one Ravenwood. And now you, you saw Franklin start creeping into this a few years ago, and now you have Fairview. I love it, man. We, we're so much more well-rounded in tennis than we used to be. Here's So what do you tell me? Somebody's going to – there's going to be an email coming on this one? <laughs> Just don't come up and talk to me afterwards. It's it's supposed to be a happy time. Uh, girls and boys track. Now on this girl side, this could we've been talking about tough events. This may be the toughest. This is awesome. You've got Gabrielle Boulay, Miss Eight Hundred, who also set a state record that was there for four hundred years as part of a relay team, and, and she crushed it. Crushed it. State track. Man. She's a female athlete of the year finalist. Claire Stegall. We've already talked about her and a female athlete of the year finalist. Sarah Tang, Independence, uh, discus and shot put. She's kind of a dual athlete there. Sophie Yount scored the most points of anyone at the state competition, including winning the pentathlon. Uh, so Sophie, obviously pretty tough there. Then on the boys' side, you've got Hudson Elaine, Brentwood, state champion team too, by the way. Yep. Aiden Carter won the decathlon. State for, championship For team. Brentwood. Cole Combs. Part of a state championship team, and he won. Uh, he was in the uh, discus and shot put, was a state champion. Miles Raymer, for even a state champion. Th this is the joke how tough this is. <laughs> Maybe you ought to just give them all one. <laughs> Thanks for playing. So here's the problem. Uh, I don't know what, I mean, that's really. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? I don't know what you do. I wish, yeah. So, girl, okay. Girls track. Well, Aiden Carter. Remember when, um, was it Dan and Dave, and they had the greatest <laughs> athlete in the world? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, they were saying the decathlon champion is the best athlete in the world. He's male athlete of the year finalist. Uh, he, he won the, so does it, does he get, so you say the same thing with Sophie. Does she get? Does she get some extra points because it was pentathlon? You could justify it. Hey, and in the case of uh, of Sophie and Claire, they're rising juniors. Juniors now. They've done okay. Well, they'll be in this again next year. They'll be in it. The, anyways, it's yeah, it's tough, man. It's incredible. Uh, you know, yeah, those are going to be really fun to watch. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be setting the lines on those two. Do you go by one event, I, most dominant? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you said, Sophie had more points than 
uh, anybody in, in, on the girls' side. Well, it was kind of when you look at the athlete of the year, and I appreciate the person who's so dominant in theirs. Uh, take my man Reese Glover when he was a male athlete of the year finalist and should have been. He was the most dominant at his sport for any sport. You can just write that down. And I'm biased, but he was. Well, he was. But he doesn't win it because of our man from Fairview who was like football, basketball, track. Uh, so I get it. Yeah. Depends on where you're at as a voter. Hey, I did want to mention, too, before we talk about these athletes and coaches and teams of the year, flag football. We're going to recognize them this year. Uh, obviously not a sanctioned sport. Again, don't fill my email box up. But what makes it different, it's a pilot program for the state of Tennessee, TSSAA. Right. So we're giving an award. Uh, we should. Lila Gardner, Franklin. Bella Macasso, Ravenwood. Lillian McElroy, also a dominant soccer player, Fairview. And Nicole Rezani from Summit, pretty darn good basketball player too. So I love that category. Love being able to recognize them at the Wilco's. Yep. And it won't be long, and it will be a TLS. Two years, I'd say. But uh, that's a tough one, too. But, you know, Mikasso and the way she breaks on those balls, takes those pick sixes the the other way back, she she kind of tugs at my heartstrings a little bit. Soccer and the flag football defense is coached by? Coach Mancini. The soccer coach. Yeah. So maybe she should be up for it. The, the play she made in the championship game, that was awesome. Ended it. I was, that, Ended was a, it. that was a, uh, uh, a morale killer. Morale killer. Uh, let's talk about these, and we've mentioned these, but again, female athlete of the year, you got Boulay from Centennial, Stigall from Nowensville, Ryland Smith, dominant in her sport from Nowensville, Sophie Yount Brentwood on the male That's side. So tough. It's tough. <laughs> you got Aiden Carter, who we mentioned, Kendrick Curtis. Fairview, wrestling and football. Jet Montgomery dominates his sport, independence. Ronan O'Connell, Mr. Do It All in three sports. So well, that's but, a but tough let's one. say this too. It's it's hard to it's hard to tell, but didn't Ronan dominate his sport, football? They were runner up. We sort of dominated wrestling. Yeah, right. They were runner up. He dominated the the poor guys <laughs> across from him. What did we say? 80% uh pancake or whatever. Uh, he got runner-up in wrestling, and most of those wins that he had were pens. He's squeezing some. He got guy's beat head. by a year-round wrestler in the final, and a really good one. Really good. And he was. He was. I, he was I, in it. He was, and then all of a sudden, yeah, one mistake. Back. But that's a guy who's wrestling all year. It's a tough one. It's a really tough one. Uh, let's talk about those coaches of the year. Love this. Uh, this is an award that is given out by our superintendent. Mr. Golden always comes in and does that, which I love. Uh, female sports coach of the year, so it's sports team. Yep. He's obviously not a female. Nathan Clapp, Paige Soccer, Joe Fatoris, Brentwood Track, Luke Patton, no one's with softball, Rob Patinas, Brentwood Cross Country. On the boys' side, the male sports team coach of the year. I loved it that he got in here, the retiring Rob Boffman, Centennial Baseball. I did too. Mike Purcell, Brentwood Soccer, Charles Rathbone, Page Football, and Mark Wilkins, Independence Basketball. Now, let's admit this because this is true. Basketball and football sort of get, I think, a little special treatment with voting because I think in the voters' minds, number one, it's the, the way those sports are set up are a little bit different. You don't necessarily have people off coaching people specialized 
in some of these areas. But and, and let's face it, it's the popularity of those two sports. Right. Will that matter? They were both runners up. Will that sort of supersede the state championship Brentwood soccer team? I think this for as big as it was, I think it, this kind of flew under the radar. And also it was the timing of it. School was out. Uh, there's only one team on there that can say national number one. Brentwood boys soccer. Brentwood boys soccer. And legit pole. Which brings me to the teams of the year. Yep. Uh, and it's not all that you think it's the coaches. It's not the same necessarily. On the female sports team of the year, you've got Brentwood cross country, State Brentwood champ. track. Uh, state runner-up. No one's with softball. Top three. Paid soccer. State champion. Male sports team of the year. Brentwood soccer, we mentioned. Brentwood track. Page track. All state champions. And Independence boys basketball. State runner-up. Which in 4A, come on, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, so do they get the votes? Maybe. It wouldn't surprise me. I I think that, I think that, that national number one is is the um, is the whatever the thing that puts them over the hump, but what a catter! It's one of the things. Now, what'll happen is in these forty events, we'll probably have five or six winners that aren't there. Lots of our football guys are off already starting their college careers. But the part I love about doing it in the summer this is a this is the seasons are over, the yes. seasons are done. There's no. Well, we played great in the postseason, and we should have been team of the year. Everybody's in it now. It's tougher to win those awards than it used to be because the seasons are done. That's right. And that's the way it should be. It I gives think. you the best picture. Like, we, we, we know. Like, like you said. And I certainly understood having the event in May. You'd have more people there, maybe more energy around the event in terms of outside energy, but not really. It's still very well covered. I just felt like, and Dr. Qualls and I talk about this a lot, I wanted to have the right winners. I agree. And this guarantees to – well, doesn't guarantee it because some, the full some out there will say. <laughs> well, you can't say – you know, like you said, somebody goes on a tear in the postseason. Uh, you can't say, well, you know, had this – had the voting been done right after that, it would have it would have gone in this young man or young woman's favor. Postseason for these awards matters. It, it don't always matter. It matters. Look at look at what look at some of the examples we see. Look how many times have we seen a Heisman Trophy winner go lay just an egg in the bowl game or now the playoffs and everybody's like, playoffs? But anyway, <laughs> you know. For some reason I'm thinking Gino Toretta. Gino Toretta. Was that the one that Alabama just totally dominated them with yes. Stallings? Yes. And wasn't our man Lemansky Hall part of that team? Uh yeah, he was. Clemson assistant coach. He was out at the workout. Wilco workout. Working the crowd. Free to people who play, who, Think, who, who put part of it. Free. Yeah, free. Didn't part. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for the invite <laughs> to the the Billy Joe. <laughs> Tate, can't wait to see you at the Wilco's. It's gonna be fun. Uh I saw you tux, it was picked out for you by Mr. Street and the crew looks good. Mr. Street or John Street? Mr. Street. Boom! Mr. Street. Let's go. Looking forward to it, Ted. Yeah, we're going to have a great time. Uh, our good friend, Coach 
Carrie Goodwin will be there. She'll be there. The red carpet. Hey, not gonna not gonna give it away. You've added a couple of little uh, <laughs> twists and additions to it that I think that are gonna be great additions. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Thanks I'll for being here then. today. Yeah. Thanks for being here today. Appreciate it. Thanks for being here all year. We're gonna take a little break here in the summer. Uh, it won't be many weeks, but nope. uh, always appreciate you doing this. I know you're busy. Love doing it. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.